fierce warriors, the coolest ships. Do you know who I'm talking about? No? Oh. Well, I'm talking about the Vikings. Although, not everything you just heard or have seen in the movies is exactly true. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Living Life Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the Vikings. Quick warning, this episode does get a bit PG-13 towards the end. Also, if my voice sounds a bit off, it's just because I'm a bit sick right now. When you think of a Viking, you probably think of a big, strong guy with a horned helmet and axe covered in blood as he or she sails to another village to raid. Contrary to popular belief, Vikings never wore any horned helmets, and raiding a village or attacking somewhere was considered a luxury. See, Vikings inhabited Scandinavia and spread across northern Russia and Europe. As you can imagine, the land there was difficult to farm and produced very little food. Partly because of that, Vikings, mainly men, were always looking for new ways to innovate agriculture. Vikings created plows, but due to them being made out of wood, they would have to be replaced almost every day. Vikings also figured out how to fertilize their fields. Back to what I was saying before. Most of a Viking's life was spent on the farm, rather than chopping people's heads off. Now, you're probably kinda confused right now, hearing that Vikings didn't raid that much. It turns out that much of the ancient world didn't actually raid other places. Very few villages could actually afford for their people to leave, since that would leave fewer people working the farms. Now that you know a little bit of basic knowledge, let's talk about what an average day to a Viking would be. First, let's start off with men, or carls. Yes, that's spelled K-A-R-L-S. And basically, a carl was a free folk. They would usually wake up early so that they can fit a full day of work into that day. Then, they would usually eat breakfast, usually prepared for by their wives or slaves if they had any. After breakfast, they would groom themselves. It may sound strange that a viking would have good hygiene and stuff like that, but it was actually a very important thing to vikings. Afterwards, they would check their land or property, checking for vandalism or theft. If applicable, they would delegate jobs to farmlands, workers, and slaves. Then, they would start working the land, and maybe even slaughter some livestock. Afterward, they might have tried selling livestock, or anything really, either to a market or to traveling merchants. It was a very important thing to be on the good side or be a friend of the local chieftain. So, some Vikings might have paid tribute to their local chieftain at this time. Paying tribute could be anything from offering services, paying taxes, or giving them respect. After that, they would either return home for a meal or pick up some food at the market. If they were traveling further, they were pretty much guaranteed to get a meal and a warm welcome at a stranger's homestead, since hospitality was very important in Norse culture. Next are the women, or the Carls. <laughs> I really don't understand why they are both named the same thing, kinda strange to me, but I guess that's just how it was then. Again, just like the men Carls, a woman Carl is just a free folk, just keep in mind if I say Carl right now, unless I specify the gender, I'm talking about women. Okay, so first of all, these women did not just sit around all day and sew something, they were very busy. They would start their day off waking up even earlier than the men to get breakfast ready by the time they woke up. Then, of course, they would have to take care of their kids, but that's more of a thing they have to do the entire day. <laughs> After breakfast, and kids are taken care of, they would do laundry, since back then, they didn't have washing machines and dryers. It had to all be washed by hand, and probably pretty often, since they most likely didn't have as many clothes as me and you have these days. Next, they would usually sew. Most of the times, it would just be repairing clothing, 
but sometimes they would also create new clothing, and if they were so good at it, they might even sell it. Next, they would cook the next meal, and keep in mind, those days, they didn't have ovens and stoves like we have these days, so it could take many hours to create a simple meal. Subsequently, they would feed and clean the livestock, and perhaps harvest slash tend to the corpse, assuming she didn't have slaves or farmhands to help her. Children would often assist their mothers in small tasks such as these. Afterward, they would do some housework, serve the evening meal, otherwise known as dinner, put the kids to bed, and then go to sleep with their husband, if you know what I mean. <laughs> A Carl's child's life was not too different to their mother's, and when boys reached the age of around 12 years old, they would accompany their father on business and be expected to take on more physical tasks around the farm and learn to craft. Girls would begin to sew and learn to cook slash perform household chores from an early age. Boys were expected to learn to fight, particularly if their local chieftain financed regular raiding parties. It was also essential to learn to fight both for honor and to protect what was theirs. Girls would often be married as young as 15, sometimes as young as 13, with their fathers usually making the match with a boy. Sons were also expected to marry around the same age if possible, as both males and females had to reproduce to continue family names. The next group of people, so to say, are the thralls, or slaves. First, let's start off with the male thralls. They had to wake up extremely early since slaves worked for long hours for very little pay in some cases only for a place to sleep and sparse meals. Being late for work could have meant being on the receiving end of violence at the hands of their employer or simply losing a meal or some of their payment. Next is breakfast, which would usually be horrible old moldy grains, which they would usually have to eat in a separate room than their employee's family or with the livestock. Next would be their work which was extremely long shifts until late into the night. Many thralls were not even permitted short breaks or meals until all their back-breaking, humiliating work had been completed. They mostly did extremely physical work or... Th they mostly did extremely physical work or the jobs that no free men wanted to do. If they were lucky, they may be a volunteer who could afford to pick and choose who they worked for and what jobs they did, within reason. But of course, when you have no land or no property of your own, and no means by which to support yourself, it's quite literally a case of beggars can't be choosers. Then they would eat another horrible meal and go to sleep. If they were lucky, they may have a straw bed in an outbuilding alongside the animals. If they were unlucky, they might have just had to find some sort of form of natural shelter outside. If they could save up enough money, some thralls were able to buy their freedom back. However, this was rare, and this miserable existence was for most endured from the beginning until the end of their lives, which were much shorter than their employers. Next are the thrall women. A thrall's women's working day was just as grueling and likely miserable as a thrall man's. However, it probably came with more risks such as more violent beatings, sexual harassment, rape, many pregnancies, and many miscarriages. 
a woman thrall would be raped or sexually harassed daily by their employer or a male thrall. Next is the children thralls. Thrall children live the same lives as their slave parents, including backbreaking work, regular beatings, and even sexual abuse if they were owned by a particularly nasty employer. Many thrall children did not survive infancy, or else, sadly, never managed to remove the shackles of slavery that were tied to them from birth. Whew, okay. Well, that is it for this episode. I hope you guys did enjoy this episode. I'm sorry for not making these often, since they do take a long time to write, find the info, record, edit, and I still have school going on, but I'm trying my best. Tune in next episode for another great podcast explaining what it would be living like someone else. Okay, guys, see you soon. Bye-bye. Wait, stop. Okay, I'm adding this in post-processing, but guys, please go to teamseas.org, T-E-A-M-S-E-A-S.org. It's a website that $1 equals one pound that this non-profit company will take out of the ocean. Uh, I just think it's great, you know, single dollars take out a pound. So yeah, if you have any extra money and you want to donate, just go, go there. <laughs>